following is a digital media production. On this episode, man, we talking about rappers, turnt singers, dancers, documentaries, soul food prerequisites, and also a couple crackheads. Tune in. For the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is in the conversation. <laughs> this is Damian Lemon on the microphone. Yeah, uh, come on with it, man. Just, just come, on, come on to the left hand side, man. Fuck all that. <laughs> Damn, left is lit. <laughs> on my right hand side, I got West Coast Vladimir is on the West. He's on the West, man. That man is out there making strides. No doubt. In the next new televised hit show on the National Broadcast Company Network, the Peacock. Shout out to that man. He's on the on the LA side of things. Uh, but on my left hand side, I got you got Ali Muhammad in the building. There you go, the voice of your choice, the voice of your choice. Yeah, if it, if it was ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I'm Quiet Stone. Nah, it'd been voice of your choice. Keep them panties moist. Uh oh, <laughs> oh shit! But we just added to it now. Added bars. We can't. We can't take it like that. No <laughs> I can't. We gotta keep it. <laughs> <laughs> the kid just be indiscriminate with the panty nah, wetting. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> indiscriminate panty wetting. Nah, I can't do that. Well, I like how you tagging on. Definitely building a sixteen on the low. Snake quietly workshopping yeah, a sixteen. You you know what I'm saying? That algorithm mixtape dropping. Okay. So, you know, you got to get it together. I always say, man, if you're a true hip-hop fan, you got at least 16 bars in the cut. You know, they might be some push-come-to-shove bars, but you know. Man. You got a 16 on deck. I, You know, and I saw that. Uh, I don't know if you saw this video. I should have sent it to you. I just talked about it off the top of the head. Uh, there's a video. Uh, Sirius is who, kid? With Action Bronson, Mayhem Loren, and motherfucking Wayne Brady mm. in the cipher. And Wayne Brady go last. You know <laughs> what I mean? And uh, so Action get busy. Mayhem go for blood. And I, I think Wayne was like, well, I can't be coming with no bullshit after this. <laughs> and Wayne pulled out about good 40 bars. <laughs> A good 40 bars. Some of you know, it was, it was, uh, it was like, okay, Wayne. It was one of the moments where you kind of like. You cr- you're not cringing, but you just you don't know what to expect. You're waiting for it, like, yeah. Oh. You waiting for it. You're like, ah, oh, this could go either way. But now nah, Wayne was Wayne was he's holding his own a little something. He got a little militant. No doubt. You know what I mean? You could tell some of them bars have been on deck for a little since, while since the big day came. Era. Exactly. You could always <laughs> tell by the cadence. <laughs> no doubt. A motherfucker come with a with a dated cadence. You know the last time. You know where his his hip hop formative years were. Yeah. They can hit you with a hurrah. Uh-huh. He definitely uh, been off the scene for a while. Uh, uh, no, shit. I, I, I was in that moment. My son um, and his partner, they was in there trying to make a what they call an EP. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? They was okay. in the crib this weekend rapping uh-huh. <laughs> into the computer. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, you know, they had a nice little beat going. I had to go, you know what I'm saying, jump in a little bit. And they waiting on They was looking at me like you probably was looking at Wayne Brady. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
see what this is. And, and, you know, they, they, Father MC over here. Yeah, Father MC. Then mm-hmm. they, they, you know, they ain't let me get on that record. They were like, but you could get on this one right here. They, <laughs> you they, could get they on the They held me some bars on another, on okay. another track. How'd you do? <laughs> I ain't, we ain't drop it yet. They ain't give me the, they ain't give it to me yet. Oh, so you don't know your performance? You don't know how you, how'd you feel? Oh, I felt, I mean, I was just bullshit. I was uh-huh. talking about shit today. I was talking about shit about them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, my son, I, I be hearing his raps and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, all these kids right these days, they a lot of their raps, every verse, they fuck somebody else's girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, when that, that guy, like, was, was it Trey I Songs? Mean, it, was, it, was, it was always in the, th- but it wasn't every verse. You know what I'm saying? He might have one song while he, like, you know, LL had, uh, what was that? Uh... Um, LL had one that he was, he was fucking, fuck, fucking your girl. It was it was like I'm that type of guy. Oh right, I'm that type of guy. It's so targeted. <laughs> damn, can you be a fan after that? But go ahead. Yeah, damn, you don't fuck my girl. <laughs> I mean, like, motherfucker. So you know these days they they just you know they just wild and reckless with it. Mm-hmm. I fucked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so my verse was really you know what I'm saying lampooning them uh-huh. on their verse. Okay, so, okay. You know, I was just acting. You hitting them with some satire? Yeah, it was some satire. Uh-huh. You know, that's what's up. So you know that was yeah, cool. You know, it's, it's funny to watch the youth. You know yeah, what I mean? Man. Stop fucking other dudes, girls, man. That ain't cool. You know what I mean? Like, that should be cool when you're 18. <laughs> I guess so. See, <laughs> nigga get shot. Cool. It was cool as fuck. Till that funeral come around, exactly. that nigga was crazy. To, you know what I'm saying? Till you get shot. It's all uh, fun and games. Until you get somebody shot. gets shot. Ah, shit. And lead a man when He was a good man. Until he wasn't. <laughs> Until he slid up in the wrong one. <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah, anyway, man. man. Fuck is going on. Rap. Okay, so your son... And his his homie, they were rapping now. Yeah. Do they sing at all when they rap? Nah, they haven't got to that. Cause I don't, I don't think you know. What I'm saying we don't, we don't have the auto tunes in the house. Okay, so I think maybe if we had auto tunes in the house, you know, they might explore that option. Okay, I think that's what you know. What I'm saying that's really what it is. The technology lets you be able to sing. I guess. I get. But there's some cats out there singing with no auto tune or maybe no T Pain auto tune. Maybe they doing a little light where you don't like, notice. Like it. who? Dude, what rapper doesn't sing now? Like, like every which one fucking of them don't rapper, use auto tune. <laughs> I don't know if Kendrick uses auto tune. Nah, I don't think Kendrick got background singers. No, yeah. but he'll sing a little bit too. Okay. You heard the new shit? I heard some of. I heard. I mean, I listened to it. I haven't he'll sing. inspected the whole shit. J Cole sing. I don't think he ever used an auto tune. Yeah, but yeah, J Cole, be free or whatever that shit. I don't think it's no sing no auto tune. Slight auto tune. It's a lot. Not, not of robotic. Not robotic. It's a yeah. lot of non singing ass singing going on. Yeah, man. But you know, shit. It used to be Who like that door open. Dre, I, Andre. 3, maybe Andre 3000. I guess Andre. I was going to say maybe Pharrell. Andre, maybe most deaf. But Pharrell wasn't really a rapper. Pharrell probably was a singer before he was a rapper. He came yeah, he came in with the singing <laughs> he, hook. He came was, in with that Mayfield. He was the Virginia Nate dog. That little Curtis Mayfield little yeah. lilt. <laughs> most, most could sing a little something. A little yeah, right, something. Right, 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 right. Uh, Dre had a damn near all singing album. He, yeah, he, he had a whole sing. He, was, he did that 808s and Heartbreaks first. Then Ye, I guess the Ye try to sing Ye, a little Ye bit. Ye was auto-tuned out. Ye, Ye, Ye was, was T-Pain. Yeah, man. But they all singing, man. Even the rapidy rap. Like Kendrick is taking a little time to hit a note or two. 
It's yeah. interesting. It's interesting. Like now, I wonder now, do you have to? But you got to sing and rap. Now you but it, be but, a, but this it's very interesting though because they actually clowned T Pain damn near out the game. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> he doubled back. He back. He back. Definitely he back. But they they really got on the bandwagon yeah. after Jay Z clowned them. Yeah. And really was like ah oh, that auto tune shit. Yeah, that was fucked up. T-Pain definitely uh, was a martyr <laughs> for y'all singing-ass niggas. For Farley Ja Rule, too. Yeah, Ja Rule. Ja Rule was the first if martyr. If you could call that singing. He was trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That ja Rule. shit sucked Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? Nah, there's some times in that Ja Rule shit. Hey, hun, hun, la. You, hun, you, baby. I, for I. There's some times when you was like, Listen, man, there's some times <laughs> when the shit captured your soul. Because the thing about singing now that you don't really have to know how to sing right. to just have a singable song. Like, Rihanna is the old, she is right. the queen of that. High priestess non-singing yeah. with hits. Have a couple drinks, throw some Rihanna on, you going to sing along. Because it don't, it's not no real notes to hit. Right, right, right. You know, but um, yeah, man, shout out to Ja and uh, T-Pain for definitely... Taking the hits on that, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hopefully, T Pain come on back, man. I like, I like, I like T Pain's song structure. I like, you know, what I'm saying he had a lot of fun in his music. You know, what I'm saying, yeah. And he put a lot of culture into the verses. You know, what I'm saying, like even when it sounds like he's talking bullshit, uh-huh. it's always a, a tapestry of culture within what he's saying. You know, what I'm saying. Oh, in like, what sense? Like, say, say that "Buy Me a Drink" song and shit. Uh-huh. Right? Like that whole. His whole song was about all of the dances that was out during that time. So he told a story, but he 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 name checked every dance that you could do to this record. Really? Yeah. You I gotta think back to what what records was. I know you did like, the Young Jock you know, was snap, doing the Young. You know what I'm saying? Snap like, your fingers. Do it all by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Is that so a dance? That was part it? of that was part of the the snap song. Snap your fingers. Yeah. Okay. Snap your fingers, do your step. You can yeah. do it all by yourself. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So Got he basically it. strung all of that shit together into a verse. Okay. Kind of similar to what, so, what everybody's doing now with the dances, but really what Soldier Boy did when he took all of the dances and made one dance called the Soldier Boy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So the Soldier Boy was like four or five dancers strung together. Really? Yeah. And then, so that's what they doing like now. You know what I'm saying? Watch me, watch me nay nay. Yeah, know, watch do, me whip. Do, you know what I'm saying? Do the whatever. Do the whatever. Crazy leg. Crazy or leg or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? rocking. So all that shit is kind of like based off of the Soldier Boy. And what T-Pain was doing was, was he was doing that within his verses. You know what I'm saying? Which was, which, which I thought was cool, which, which, which brought... The fun to it, which made it multi-dimensional. Some of our listeners don't know, but on the real, uh, Muhammad here has <laughs> like a like a fucking he's like an anthropologist <laughs> when it comes to urban dance. Like this, I've been telling him for months. This man need to do some type of Snapchat editorial. To kind of take you down the 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 history of some of some of your favorite and some unknown dances, cause this cat do the knowledge on that. <laughs> so I just want y'all to know. I know y'all fuck with him at Thorough TV on Snapchat. So holla for that programming, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Tell him we want our MTV. Yeah, you That's know. That's Muhammad you, you Television. Know, you, you down, you down in Miami, you're doing a lot of dances. But really, you know what I'm saying? The real studying of that shit came when we did um when I was a music supervisor on Stomp the Yard, right? Mm-hmm. And so what the choreographers did was they took the L.A. 
the L.A. crumping and mixed it with the step, the, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, black right. kind of stepping. So in getting all of the music for that movie, uh-huh. you're dealing with all of these, yeah. these different crews, you know what I'm saying, that, that were big in the... In the crumping scene, and you realize that shit was a whole fucking world. Yeah, like that shit had it was like the house of this and the house of that, and mm-hmm. then uh, all of them was managed by some lady, and they called her mama something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I was dealing with Mama TT. Okay, you know what okay. I'm saying to get this one record that that's in the movie, and it, you know it was just it was interesting to see how deep that shit went, and you wouldn't even know it existed. Mm-hmm. And then you start looking around, and every city had that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Miami, my cousin was the one who was doing all that shit. Who your cousin? DJ Chipman. Okay. So he had all the bands, all the sticking and rolling, the uh, bend that back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Yeah, man. Little known black history, even though it's not black history. Yeah, no, it's Little known right. black history fact is <laughs> yeah. I produced that Wu-Tang record. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> all right. Go Google that. You know what I'm saying? Go get yeah, YouTube that. Wu-tang, I really, Wu-tang. I definitely, Dance. I definitely, I, don't, I dismissed that whole crumping wave. It just looked a little too silly for me. I, I But I, I watched the movie, what was it, Rise, the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I respect the culture. Mm-hmm. It just, it was a little too spastic. It was, you could be good at it, but I, you know. Now you had to be kind of athletic. You man. had to, you had to really go, you had to, look, this is the thing with me and dancing. You know how they say dance like no one's looking? Mm-hmm. I always dance like this motherfucker's paying attention. Like so I try to, yeah, I try to land each step. You know what I mean? I be overthinking it. Mm-hmm. When you do that crumping shit, like you got to really. You got to commit. You got to be out there looking kind of <laughs> a little weird to it. And that's that's why, I, that's why you know what I'm saying, I would respect Chris Brown. Yeah. Because he's able to do all of that athletic shit. Smooth. And still do the smooth ass dances all in one motion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He do all that shit. Like you gotta be a dancing ass motherfucker to be doing all that. Yeah, that's. I want never that dude. Nah, not that. Not where I need room in the circle. I'm a two step kind of cat. I, don't I ain't need never no going. Yo, back up. Where I'm the never. wall at? But shout out to them cats that 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 take over that circle and and make it a moment. You know what I mean? You know what back, that's real shit. Back in the day, boy, dancing motherfucker. Like how they be talking on these records now? Dancing motherfucker, fuck everybody, girl. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little short you dancing. See it happen. <laughs> You know what I'm saying pop locking motherfuckers coming in talent show and take that shit over. I remember I was in um I was in Chicago. This was years ago. This is back in the day. They there was this club called the Click. That shit done burnt down. And uh but one floor downstairs was a, a comedy club. This is years ago. And then or maybe it was either one. One floor was the comedy club, one floor was the dance club, right? So I went there for uh some comedy shit. This is well before I was doing comedy. I just went there to go watch a comedy show. Then I went downstairs and they had a fucking live ass party. They had it. You couldn't even, neither one interfered with the other. Mm-hmm. Like when you up there watching comedy, you don't hear none of the party. When you downstairs, you don't even know there's a comedy club going on. But down in the fucking party, there was this one dude. He was Dolo, had on all white. And he was doing every dance. This motherfucker was like, uh, <laughs> like a dance almanac. Like he had every dance you could think of. And he had this one white sweat rag. So he'd kill the shit out of a dance, right? Just kill that shit till he was perspiring. He'd take his white sweat rag and then wipe his face. And it was almost like he just cleaned the slate and go to a whole nother dance. So everybody waiting for him to, oh, this my shit. He pull out that sweat rag. We like, what's next? And they can do some shit. And then hit you. Oh, man. I wish I knew who he was. He was a bad motherfucker, though. Yeah, man. 
we, Shout out to the dancers. We about them dancers. I was <clears throat> down at CIAA last uh-huh. week, and um, and I realized, man, we we like to dance as a people. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that shit was involved in every activity. There yeah. was some dancing involved, and, yeah. and you know what I'm saying it was across the board, all generations. You know what I'm saying, and. You know, when you when you be away from that environment for a while, you tend to forget. You know what I'm saying? You be in the city doing right. city shit. Right. And then you get into a city and it's- Oh, non-dancing you know, ass city you shit. You know what I'm saying? You get in the city and it's like 200,000 black people from all ages and demos come together. Mm-hmm. And then you really get to see it all at once. It's, it's almost overwhelming. Like, damn. You need to learn how to do a two-step or something. Yeah. When you in that type of environment. I am out of the loop. Yeah. <laughs> And they had like a little DJ, McDonald's had like a little DJ battle. So and it was it was more like a battle of who could rock the crowd. Uh-huh. And, you know, so they was playing joints, you know what I'm saying? What was they playing? What's the hottest I mean, shit to, to get busy to right now? I mean, you know, all anything dab. We was in Carolina, so any of the dab shit. They still know. dabbing? Oh, they dabbing. After that they, cam lost? They dabbing like a motherfucker. Really? All right. They about to break their neck the, out I thought there. the dab was done. Nah, but um, the the trip was they was doing like an old school versus new school like dance battle, and you know this old school cat. I'm gonna put that shit up, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Cause I I just turned it in the video, okay. so I'm gonna put it up. But this old school cat came out there. He just looked regular, like you know what I'm saying. He probably about forty six, forty seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just you know chilling. Mm-hmm. Came out there like it wasn't nothing. And then um, you know then they let the new school go first. They out there doing the dab mm-hmm. and all you mm-hmm. know all that shit. Millie rocking. Mm-hmm. And then this nigga came out and they played uh they played Chub Rock. Mm-hmm. Treat him right. Yeah, that okay. motherfucker killed that shit. <laughs> really? What was he doing? He, he, was just, he, he was popping, locking. You know what I'm saying? He was just he, he uh he hit the damn um he hit the Bismarck. You know okay, what I'm okay. So he, he pulled out a bunch of the old damn, but he killed it with the little popping and locking, the little rerun looking shit. Then he hit like the little like you skipping rope with yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He killed that shit. I'm gonna put that shit on the site. Forty six. I mean, he, man, that shit, and then you know he play that shit up too. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know it's like, you know when you in front of, you know what I'm saying? I guess it was probably about ten thousand people in there, mm-hmm. and you you in center court. Mm-hmm. You know when you hitting it and you not. You oh, know what I'm yeah. saying? It's a certain reaction you gonna mm-hmm. get when you when you hit that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you electric. might you might go out there and do your dance and know how to do it and be cool, but when a motherfucker hit it mm-hmm. over everything else. That crowd gonna let you know. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So out of all the new school shit, the crowd let him know he he killed it. That's what's up. Shout out yeah. to young old forty six over there. <laughs> old forty six, you know, playing the Uncle Drew hand. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of, you just shouted out Bismarck. One, he definitely is one of the first rappers to sing too. No doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's what you want to call it. I mean, shit. <laughs> oh, baby, you. That was, shit was yeah. a hit. Was that, yeah. I guess that was a sign of the sign of things to come. Hell yeah. Like, that motherfucker can't sing for shit. He meant that shit, though. But that shit was a hit. That they played that shit on the radio, like, that's next a, to Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> that's a get drunk classic. True indeed. That is definitely a brown liquor music. But sing along. Biz, Biz. I mean, we talking about Biz because they dropping a, a Biz Marquee documentary or a docu series or something like that. Okay. Um, that we came across on our internet searchings. Yeah. And it just reminded you how instrumental Bismarck was at you know so during his peak with um, mm-hmm. Juice Crew, but then how he just kept it going. You know what I'm saying? He just 
just past span the generations, you know what I'm saying? All the way when just being on Yo Gabba Gabba, even the little babies know him. Yeah, nah, Biz is an institution. I remember seeing Biz. My mom's took me to the Apollo. This was years ago. I must have, I don't know, maybe 10, 11, some shit like that. We was in the, I remember we was in the balcony at the Apollo and Biz, I remember, I think it was Biz, Kane. All I know is that shit was so fucking on fire that the the balcony felt like it was going to collapse. <laughs> and nobody gave a fuck. Like, if the balcony was going to collapse, we was just going to go down having it. Like, that shit was all that. Eddie signed my um my ticket. If I could find that shit, because I'm a hoarding ass motherfucker. <laughs> so I, I know I got it somewhere. I'm going I'm to scan it, put it on the on the thing. But I've been a Biz Marquee fan since the door. No That's, doubt. That's the I mean, dude. It was funny because, you know, Biz always had the hardest beats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side, he always told the every man relatable stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like right now to this day, the vapors still It's the come up story. You know it's still relevant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You still motherfucker still catching the vapors. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's Drake's whole career talking about everybody catching the vapors. That's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then That's it, Hove's career. You no. Know? Hove, yeah, Hove got a, a vendetta against niggas that had the vapors early. <laughs> You know, so you know what I'm saying. Then you had uh, say you just a friend talking about these everybody fucking somebody else's girl. Yeah, ain't that that a- was the original, yeah, <laughs> hip hop tale from the other side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> now this has some shit. Her name blah blah blah, <laughs> <laughs> and he had the cappers in there stepping in his shit. Like yeah. he was, uh, he's definitely one of them cats too that had a lot of culture in his shit. You right. know. Yeah, Biz is but, a bad dude. Man. And it was funny though when I when I found out that Kane wrote a lot of Biz shit, mm-hmm. like the Vapors. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like when I found out Kane wrote the Vapors, I was like, damn, damn Kane. Yeah, why? Cause Kane, that just showed the versatility okay. of his talent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You always knew Kane for the being raw. You know what I'm saying? The raw freestyle rap. You know what I'm saying? He did tell some stories on his joint, right? But it was still more from a from an edgy street kind of perspective. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Always cool. cool. Never, cool. The, never the sucker. Nah, never the sucker, but the cool cat. He ain't no, you know what I'm saying? If you want it, you're going to get it. But no vulnerability like that. Right. Not you too much. And then, you know, to turn around and write such a vulnerable song for yeah. Biz, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I, I thought that was like, damn. That just spoke to, you know, the talent that was going on around that Juice Crew during yeah. that era. Yeah, that was dope. That nah, was man. wild. So they got that docu-series coming up. I'm interested to see it's how It's a they, lot of documentaries coming out with hip-hop. So you said you saw that. You and then um, they got uh, Good Dungeon Mom. Family. Dungeon uh, Family. Dungeon Family, pardon. Yeah. Which, you know what I'm saying, I, re- I really want to see that. I was a big Dungeon Family fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they changed the game, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When they came out, you know, just they just changed the whole shit up and, and really took it away from straight-up sampling mm-hmm. to, you know what I'm saying, that was the first... Like when you hear the live instruments where it just sounded, still sounded hip hop, it didn't sound like an R&B record with somebody mm-hmm. rapping on mm-hmm. it, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They made a sound their own. Mm-hmm. So you know, I always fuck with them on that. And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, during the early years of uh, running around mm-hmm. Atlanta, because mm-hmm. you know, when you really not in it, you, you know what I'm saying, you in college, you don't really know the industry or nothing like that. You don't really know... It wasn't like how, like now, you, every rapper knows when you, you record sell this amount. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody getting paid. And you right. know what I mean? And you could see it more now. Back then, you know what I'm saying? It was Dungeon Family. You know, they, they imagery was all in the dungeon and wasn't nothing flashy. Right. Then, you know, the beginning years when I started going to Atlanta, 
I saw uh, Rico Wade, and that was the first time I seen a black dude jump out of range. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was Rico Wade. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers getting it out here. Yeah, they was doing good, man. I remember years ago, I went to a, I was interning at LaFace. This was years ago, and I went, this is when Outkast came out with uh, Equimini, right? Mm-hmm. And they had that record skewed on the Barbie. Skewed on the Barbie. Yeah, skewed yeah. on the Barbie with uh, with uh, with Big Boy. Oh, no, Ray, it was Ray, Ray Big Boy. It was Outkast and Raekwon. That was their only feature, yeah. like, like outside of the Dungeon Family. Yeah, and that might have been like the first feature like the Wu had done outside of maybe Mob Deep or not. Like they right. definitely, like they was still, it was still rare to see right. a Wu-Tang member or something like that. But uh, they had this shit called, to promote it, they had like skewered on the barbecue. Mm. I remember that. They did like a little promo event at the house, I guess, where the dungeon is. Mm-hmm. But not in, you know, you didn't go down in there, but it was just like the outside. First of all, the house was bananas. Mm-hmm. Bananas. The shit was... The shit was inspiring. I think the right. shit was on on Cascade yeah, somewhere, Cascade. which they call uh, Black Buckhead. Right. You know what I mean? That's where you want to see. First of all, Atlanta in general, when I went away to college, that's the first time I really saw black people getting it, like right. on a on a totally different level. Like, ooh, right. black this, is, <laughs> this is this is this could actually happen. Like. I think back then it was like this. I don't know. Was, I don't know how true the stat was, but they were like, uh, there was more black millionaires in Atlanta at the time than anywhere else in the country. Wow! So I was like, ooh, shit was inspiring. Yeah. Man. You see, you see, motherfucker, just with property. It no was, doubt. it was a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. But uh, that that house where the dungeon was, that house you talking about, it was probably like only like four houses on that block. Oh wow! And across the street, Hank Aaron owned all that property. Oh, look at that! Then um, look at the company. You know, next door, hammering Hank. Out. Next door to where the dungeon was, big oomp people owned that property over wow. there. Okay, <laughs> all right. That's a little, it's a dynasty over yeah, there. You that, had to, you had to be credible. Yeah, that was, that was, that's the official black. That's a real deal zip code right there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, man. Do you think? Do you think organized? Uh, you think organized noise gets enough credit? I know they get enough royalty checks, so mm. <laughs> I don't know that how much that's credit better they than need. Credit. But I do think you know, what I'm saying it's it's very quiet on you know, what I'm saying on them. I think and that's that's more a fact of you know, what I'm saying a lot of times it's how you move and moving around the industry and you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. being all at the you know in the, the, the mix on the cocktail circuit as right. I call it. You know, what I'm saying they weren't never part of that. You know, what I'm saying they they type cats just be working. So, you know, I do think they would need more they need more credit, but you know what I'm saying, it's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? I think like Jermaine Dupree gets slept on a lot too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's it's a, you know, it's a lot of cats that don't get the props, but they did the work. I remember in the moment cats used to really like Jermaine Dupree used to get a lot of hate because a lot of cats would say he was trying to be puff. Or, it was kinda like or how- Dre. Yeah, it was kind of like how Kobe got a lot of hate right. for supposedly trying to be like Jordan right. rather than just be who you were. And it takes, when you look back on the career, you're like, this motherfucker had a hell of a career. Like, right. you know, it's unfortunate. And I, I think I think it's just more like when you down south and you from the south, mm-hmm. it's just a different lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? And what people look at, you know what I'm saying, as far as production and, you know, your career is different than what you're trying to create when you're trying to create the lifestyle. 
Like JD held Atlanta all the way down mm. for years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you first thing you see, you get to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome that- to Atlanta. Yeah. So so deaf. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like cats like that was do they did it more for the lifestyle of where they was at than for the industry part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I think a lot of them they'd rather be home and just kicking it and making a making a scene, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Doing the so so deaf bad boy weekend and you know what I mean? Just yeah. just a whole culture to it as opposed to, you know, I'm gonna go out here and get these props and shake hands and do all the politicking. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, when you down there and you see it, you see that it's it's bigger than what everybody making it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if when you in it, it's like you appreciate that shit. That shit, that shit was a good ass month. That when that shit was hot Lana, that shit was a good ass time down yeah, there. Yeah, nah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some shit. It was it was a lot popping off. Welcome to our presidential debate between Donald Trump. Thank you, sweetheart. Bernie Sanders. I'm honored that the American people are devoting their time to us tonight. And Hillary Clinton. Where is she? Is she still in the toilet again? I hope she's not deleting any more emails. I am so sorry. I was in the little girl's room. (laughs) Bill, maybe you should get yourself a squatty potty. A what? Squatty potty. It's the small toilet stool. It puts yourself in the correct angle. So, you know, you can go better. Sanders, I think you're full of it. Heck, you believe unicorns can... And make rainbows. I am not full of it. Since I've been using Squatty Potty, I'm able to let it all go a lot easier. Squatty Potty can get our country moving again. There's no debate. Squatty Potty, as seen on Shark Tank and made in the USA, will guarantee better eliminations. Go to electsquattypotty.com for free express delivery and discreet packaging. Squatty Potty has an exclusive 60-day guarantee and is available at all Bed Bath & Beyond and Target stores. Go to electsquattypotty.com today. Get America moving again. Invest in a Squatty Potty. <laughs> Celebrity voices are parodies and not endorsements. Hey, this is Joe List, and that's Mark Norman here. From Tuesdays with Stories, check out our podcast. Tell them why, Mark. You're going to love it. It's nothing but laughs, jokes, stories from the road, vagina, and that guy. Yeah, you're getting laid. We're being silly. Check it out. Find new and archived episodes of Tuesdays with Stories on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and tune in. There's another documentary. I haven't seen it yet, but it's called Adult Rappers, Mm -hmm. and it's about working class rappers. Okay. Like the rappers that you might have heard of them, you know, some definitely some rappers you've heard of, mm-hmm. but they, you know, they may never have gone platinum or whatever like that, or gold or whatever. They're not like, you know, huge. They didn't sell a bunch of units or whatever, but they were competent, dope rappers that right. com- you know contributed to the game, and it kind of explores what's their everyday life like. Mm-hmm. I heard that was pretty like who good. In it? Uh, who's in it? R-rated Rugged Man is in it. Um, I don't want to leave people out. Like, uh, go to if you go to adultrappers.com, they got the whole thing. Cause I mean, it's a bunch of people. It's like it's a bunch of cats. I'm trying. I you know I yeah man. I know R-rated Rugged Man was in that thing. Atmosphere. Uh, I mean that you know right. I ain't want to throw out a bunch of rappers that you know you know you might be like who you know what right, I mean right, right. but it was some people that you like oh okay I know that motherfucker and that person you know then you have a character like that uh no nah, I don't think so a character like that then you had then you had you had like a little comedy character that you wanted to do something on. No, I don't think it was. So. I don't know. Not off the top of the head. I don't think I, I so. I think it was you, man. It was back uh, in the day. I'm a- <laughs> all right. Well, I got to look back <laughs> into that shit and see what's what. I might be doing royalty shit. <laughs> nah, but that's that. Then I saw, I mean, there's a lot of shit. I saw the Rhymefest documentary. Uh-huh. Did you see that? Nah. With his father, who's like an alcoholic or whatever, and um, 
He's trying to get back to his father's life and it kind of change his father and get his father clean and shit. Whoo, dog, that shit is sad. It's a sad one, man. I mean, it's a good documentary, but damn, dog, it is stressful. <laughs> it is stressful because it's real. Like, it's right. real life. And you like, and shit, you get, you get, I just, I've talked about this before. Like, sometimes I don't like watching shit that's like where, I got to be emotionally invested in other people's lives because the shit can get way more stressful than you ready to really deal with. You know what I mean? I was chilling. I was on it. It was like a night I had off. I was like, let me see what this Ryan Fest shit is about. I heard it's pretty good things. Whoo, about 30 minutes into it, I was, ah, I, was, ah, I felt so bad for everyone involved. You couldn't you turn it off? I could turn it off. I felt bad turning it off. I was like, well, let me see. Hopefully, let me see what happens. I don't want to ruin it for you, but I tell you this, this shit is depressing. <laughs> it is a depressing one, man. Oh, man. You know, man. I don't fuck with too much depressing shit. It's some other depressing shit I'm not going to talk about because I don't really want to shine light on it. I think it's a little exploitative. I'll tell you about it later. But um, I don't even know why I tease some shit that I'm not going to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> I just, okay, I feel a way about this shit. Um... Uh, Cameron put out this thing. Uh, he's doing these investigative series, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge Cameron fan. Cam is you know, probably the king of disrespect in hip-hop. So you don't expect a whole lot, you know, in the way of, come on, man. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, just, right. just, you know, come on. I think that's a little much. You don't really expect that when to pull back. <laughs> but there's, a, <clears throat> there's this series he's doing, and it follows a comedian, um, Named Face Man, mm -hmm. who's a well-known comedian. He was on Def Jam, you know what I mean? Um, Comic View, like he's been around. He used to have that bit tragedy. Right, right, right. He threw the one-liners or whatever. Tragedy. What do you, you know, motherfucker in a wheelchair with with dirty sneakers? Tragedy. You know, it was funny. It was Damn. like, you know, that's, that's, that's you gotta watch what you talk about. Bro. Yeah, I guess it, you know, <laughs> but um, so he had he was a crackhead as well. Right, so now he a tragedy. Well, yeah, kind of. So like, it's I guess Cam used to serve him or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like this is all on the record. This is right, what he right, says, right, right. you know. And so he there's some footage from like I guess it was like ten years ago or whatever when they was like he was obviously like out there smoking crack hard, like addicted and trying to you know trying to cop and you know Cam is like yo if you do this it's for a me, damn clown. Yeah, basically <laughs> like a the crackhead puppet. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And it's just. That shit is sad as fuck, B. I think it's going to be a series of it. And from what it seems, and I hope, it feels as though things change. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You know, but again, like, I don't, yeah. It's always I'm, that one dope dealer on the block like that. Yeah, to, to like, exploit them. The, just the, exploit toy with the, <laughs> with the users. I never liked that shit, man. Even you know as man? a kid, man. You know, just seeing, I've seen so many people growing up that were, like, fucked up on crack you know what I mean friends you know family like just ah and, it, and you see you can see the how uh, like it takes it, it it steals your dignity from you you know what I mean my fucker do anything to go with yeah crack. and it's sad to see man that crack boy yeah. it is sad to see dignity pride ego is out the door yeah work ethic though <laughs> it's through the roof Focus Productivity is through the roof We are focused <laughs> on one thing I mean Shit Crackheads they, they will get it You know what I'm saying yeah. They might be dirty And, and spend it all on crack boy 
But they'll go get that money yeah. and be back. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Do it all again. It again. Every day. Innovative. All day. <laughs> Walking fast as fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to all of the crackheads. Speaking That's... of crackheads. Trying to figure oh, it out. Oh, Maria Sharapova. What's her name? Sharapova. Yeah. Oh, Maria Sh- Sharapova. Not <laughs> Oh, dope fiend Maria, you dope, calling dope her? Dope fiend Maria. Then came out to the world as a substance abuser on the sports enhan- enhancement drugs. She was using them PEDs. PEDs. And then... Uh, but I guess the one that she was on, it just, just recently got banned. Yeah. So I guess it was, you know what I'm saying, a loophole for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure. Yeah, do it now because in a minute this shit about to be illegal. But I like how she jumped in front of it, though. You got to. No, you ain't got to. Some people, you should. I mean, look at A-Rod. A-Rod <laughs> let, the, let well, the whole. <laughs> A-Rod's still suing motherfuckers. A-Rod is fighting that A-Rod. shit. A-Rod's shit. I don't even want to say nothing more. Like, can you prove it? You <laughs> know what I'm saying? A-Rod ain't going out A- without a fight. Not at all. Fuck y'all. Not at all. <laughs> shit. She kind of laid what put mercy on the on the court of public opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, she she apologized and got it done before it even came out. I heard from uh one of my good people's friend of mine. She uh fr- I got a friend of mine that's a, like I know somebody that's a a tennis fan mm-hmm. and they wasn't really fucking with Sharapova. No doubt. Said she used to be on some bullshit, especially as it related to Serena. Mm-hmm. So there was not one bit of sympathy. No, no I mean, <laughs> like fuck her. That, that's the whole point. I mean, the Serena fans are—they uh, are rejoicing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think Serena says just some old, what they how they call it, nice nasty. Mm-hmm. She's like, I never would have thought. Mm-hmm. Not her. Oh, that's what that's what Serena <laughs> did. Serena did. I mean, not in the sorry. She said it. You know what I'm saying? In the media, sincerely uh-huh. in the media. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know how that is. She know that. She know the internet already dragging. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have never thought that she. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't you know? Mm, mm, Motherfuckers mm. was cheating. Still yeah. getting beat. Um, uh, man. She'll be. She gonna be all right. You know what I right? guess. I don't. I mean, you know what? This shit don't. Even hit my radar, no doubt. You know what I mean? We, we, you know, talking to be talking about that one. <laughs> Shout out to that was, a, that was a that was a crackhead segue. That was a crackhead segue. Shout out to you know, yeah, I like a good crackhead segue. That's the proven way to do it though. If you it, with the steroids, especially, come out, be like, I'm sorry, I messed up. Because the people that fight it, like Roger Clemens or McGuire or whatever, they they get screwed over in the media, and you know, yeah, but. Is Roger is more? Are they still in the Hall of Fame now? No, McGuire's not, and I don't think Clemens made it in either. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. What about Barry Bonds? Nope. <clears throat> Sosa. See, Barry Bonds was one of the fighters. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess you gotta just you gotta you gotta take your you gotta take that uh what do they call it? Take your beating, take your lumps. Yeah, like, I ain't know? going out without a fight, man. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eh. Yeah. Oh, well. Whatever. What else is going it's on? It's <laughs> Yeah, it ain't, it ain't nothing that I'm not a tr- you had the You had the um, Hulk Hogan in his situation. Oh, yeah, Hogan, man. So Hulk Hogan, you know Hulk Hogan had a sex tape come out. No, about, I did not. About two years ago. 
Shit was hilarious, first of all. Uh, it's interesting with celebrity sex tapes, because then when you watch a good celebrity sex tape, you kind of see where your sex game compares to the celebrity. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I saw that shit. I was like, yo, I fuck better than Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I, was, I was a Hulkamaniac coming up until I found out he was raised. I was a huge fan. Say your prayers, take your vitamins, 24-inch pythons. I think it was fucking like, ah, like like a jobber. <laughs> that's for the real. That's for the real wrestling fans. But uh, I just said one thing that was very funny about the Hulk Hogan sex tape. You could tell. Maybe this wasn't the best performance, but you could tell he had been fucking fans and just you know been fucking for a while to the point where it came across kind of jaded. There's one part where he's getting some head. And uh, and the phone rings, and this motherfucker taps the girl on her like a forehead, like with his, with his couple two hands, like hey, pulls the shit out and goes and picks up the phone in the middle of the head. Like how jaded are you that you just this fucking you gonna just preempt the head for? He was like, hey, hey brother, and it was one of his homies. He took the fucking call, show you his waiting there. And it was, oh man, that man, shit was he's been hilarious. Hulkamania since That's the goddamn 70s, man. That's what I'm saying. That nigga probably 70s, got his dick man. sucked so many times, it's waterlogged. <laughs> you talking about but, it. But, uh, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, he didn't look the, He didn't look his best in that. In that um, that's, you think in that's that, why he's suing? He says, <laughs> he says it's caused some humiliation. I don't know if it was performance-wise, but it just felt like it was a private moment. He didn't need that in the world. Even though he's a public persona, even though he had a reality show. It? Uh well I think it was Bubba the Love Sponge, so I think what the deal was Bubba the Love Sponge I believe is like a radio guy right, mm -hmm. and uh, <clears throat> I guess they were swingers and I guess they used to swap wives or whatever or he Bubba was like I don't know if it was consensual so we'll have to get the the fact check but I think Bubba was like yo you know my lady feeling you or whatever you why don't you do you I'll be in the other room or whatever. And they taped that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tape, you know, tape you. You know, so uh, the He's shit like, got baby, out in baby, the world. We about to get paid. And supposedly, like Gawker was the person that, like the the site that leaked it, mm -hmm. and he's suing Gawker for some money. I think he, he's seen that Aaron Andrews get that that fifty five million payout. Yeah, I didn't even know she got fifty five million. That's a last wow. She, he like shit. Mm. I am stressed, and, yeah. <laughs> and this is humiliating. Yeah. Fifty-five million. Meanwhile, you've been getting filmed, be fucking on shit for since the seventies, man. Who he ain't been fucking on nowhere. Who Hulk Hogan? He ain't no porn star. He's a he's a wrestler. I know, but he done he done made some tapes. Probably made some tapes, but you know that's for the private collection. When you put the tapes in the world, like you 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 hope to see some type of some type of uh, some uh, some kickback. Right. Some shit. That's the Kim Kardashian model. Like, listen, if I'm going to be exploited, I got to get paid. Maybe he didn't want to run with the program around just when it got paid anyway. Who knows? Maybe that fucked up his deal. Maybe they leaked the, the motherfucker that was the unmastered version. Maybe the deal was like, yo, this, <laughs> shit, I mean? this shit is whack. Shit. They fucked that. They got the B-sides. Like, Mimi got a better tape than you. Like, this yeah. shit here is terrible. Yeah, man, sex tapes for the most part, celebrity sex tapes don't really be that good for them, you know. It just shows they regular ass people. Yeah, it's, 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 it's amateur porn. It's regular, it's amateur amateur, because the amateur that be selling is not amateur. Those are professional amateurs. Oh. 
Hey man, <laughs> I know a little bit about a little bit. Yeah, sound like it. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, man. <laughs> what else is going on, man? I seen on Twitter they got the uh, the rules to the soul food restaurant. No, it's doubt. like the soul food restaurant commandments. <laughs> the the guidelines to true soul food restaurants. Uh, there's some shit I saw on Twitter moments. A restaurant calling it Southern Fried Chicken is like hip-hop night. If they got to call it that, assume you're wasting your money. Damn. This is a cat uh, at I'm From Raleigh that's been putting a bunch of shit out there. Um, Regular Yelp reviews won't save you. Most people writing reviews never knew what season it was until they ate at the place they're reviewing. Mm. Interesting. Well, man, so what's your soul food criteria? That's a good question. Uh... I will say this. When you talk about the Yelp shit, I was considering should there be like a black Yelp? Like if there's when we getting in the niche, like the the niches. Because right. if a white person tells me about a fried chicken spot, I'm be honest with you, I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Because you know it's ah, you know, um, a good soul food restaurant. What's a good soul food restaurant? They gotta have a good basket of cornbread. That's mm. just to start with. Mm-hmm. They probably serve Kool Aid, not even in an ironic way, but just that <laughs> we just like Kool Aid here. Uh, it's old. It's a little old. Uh, Definitely got to be old. It can't be, be no old. newfangled fancy joint. Yeah, nah, it can't be. No fusion. No fusion. Don't at hit all. me with no, the fusion. No fusion. I see a lot of people doing that type of shit. <clears throat> you know, collard greens and foie gras. Nah. Uh, nah, nah, pop. Nah. Collard greens and the smoked turkey necks or something. You know, yeah, pork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you don't fuck with the pork, Can't but mess if with the swine, you know, swine is welcome. Uh, bad lighting. Bad lighting. You might not even want to see the kitchen. You know a spot that's so good that you don't really you don't want to look at the kitchen because you you look at the kitchen you gonna you gonna shit gonna concern you, mm-hmm. but you just you just kind of you just kind of just hope you pray over your food you got to pray over your food with a good greasy spoon. No doubt. What you got? What you? I mean, you know, what I'm saying you 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 hit all the major points. But when I first moved to New York, I'm from down south, so you know, soul food, you know, was different, it's different than different there. experience. But when I moved up here, they had this one spot. You know, they ain't call itself soul. Food. Food. It was just a spot, and they sold sold food. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And but what I found out in New York now they don't do it that much no more because you know you know all these newfangled fusion restaurants. Yeah. But when you go into the spot, they give you a you know they give you a cup of water and a little shot glass of orange juice. Right. Like they never did that in. in I've never seen that shit before. Yeah, yo, that must have been just Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. you know a shot like, of orange juice. Yeah, like a little shot glass of orange juice. Like for what? Like a to- just to wet your whistle. Like you know, what <laughs> say you come through. Ooh, all right. All right. <sighs> you know what I'm saying, get some of these grits and eggs. You gotta have some grits somewhere on that. Yeah, gotta be some grits going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So some whiting. You know, some whiting, some fried whiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, 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 and more so anything, just the good, just good old feel of, you know what I mean? What you want, baby? How many white people could be working there? None. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's fucked up. Nah, but let me tell you this. I've been to a couple places with some white folks in there and they... Uh, that, that's is chicken. That's cool. why you sent me to it in North Carolina. <laughs> I walk in there. There's a spot called Price. I think it's Price. Prices. Price's chicken coop. 
in yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina, some good ass yeah, fried that, chicken. That, that chicken is bomb. You go in there though, it looked like the white Carter. It's, it looked like it's just a bunch of white like, people frying chicken. It looked like it's 1952 in there. Yeah. And like you might need to be in a hurry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It might almost have another dough, like a, a black dough, but okay. it's probably out of commission. Well, let's talk about that now, <laughs> now because we're getting into slave energy. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what you get out of prices. There's some slave energy there. Prices got some slave energy. God there's damn. another spot I tell you. <laughs> like, a, like Happy Days car supposed to be parked out front. Man. Like it's, a bad, it's a bad look. Mary Max Tea Room in Atlanta. Have you ever been to Mary yeah, Max? Yeah, I've been over there. It's a little bit of slave energy in there too. I mean, yeah. it's this, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's her name? Paula Dean supposedly had a good uh, one. I can't fuck I, with her now because she went been, full slave. I ain't never. <laughs> she did slave she, parties and she shit. Went all the way. But uh, is slave energy something? Is that part of? Uh, nah, is that what? Nah. You, I don't like. That it. ain't what you want. <laughs> that ain't what you want. Is that the only way white people could participate in soul food restaurants with some slave energy? Nah, nah, they could participate, and you know what I'm saying. But it's just because it goes that, that ain't that ain't, that ain't what that ain't what pop in your head when you think about classic classic black soul food. Mm, okay, you know what I'm saying. But when you send me the prices, you definitely get that slave energy. But by the time by the time you get it. It's too late. You in the dough. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, the black man kryptonite is burning uh, in the, in the grease. smells great. <laughs> you like, oh, And there's nah. a level of curiosity. you like, well, let me see what's going to happen. And then D said this was the spot. So. What you think? Yeah, it was dope. Okay. Yeah. And I had walked down there. I walked from my hotel. It was probably about six, seven blocks. Yeah. So it was a good little walk. So it was. I went too far to turn around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it definitely looked like Sunday, Monday, happy days up in that motherfucker. Hilarious. Yeah, man. It's certain shit. When you get into it, like, you know, like, when we get niche, I want to speak to the niche. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we talking like a Spanish restaurant, I'm talking to, I got to talk to a Latino about that. You no know doubt. what I mean? If we go, yeah, if we go get into it, like... Like a good Jewish deli, I'm gonna talk to a good, my Jewish friend. Say what's no cracking. No Even doubt. on the on the Chinese food tip, I might go with a, a Jewish friend because they they like a good the good Chinese. You know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Jewish people used to go like, uh, listen, don't don't take our don't take our shit off the off the podcast waves. From what I understand, from what my Jewish friends. Tell me mm. now, nah, like on like you know Christmas time and shit like that. It was it's traditional. A lot of Jewish people go out to um, Chinese food restaurants. Oh damn! You know because they don't order to the movies and things of that nature because they don't celebrate Christ. You know what I mean? So it's a good a good uh, Chinese <laughs> restaurant. Like that's one of those things. It's, it's weird, but it's like one of those things. So yeah, I'll ask New York, New York. New York I guess Jew. I guess yeah. that's a New York Jewish yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, it might go further, but I know. Uh, I know. Shout out to some of my my good Jewish. They know a good a good Chinese restaurant. They'd be like, "Nah, have you been yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, have you Jewish. been to this one?" I'm yeah, like, "Nah, I never knew about this." Jewish probably gonna hire you with a good sandwich and a nice pastry, nice little dessert. Oh, what you talking about? A, Just a, like, like a, a Jewish a, spot, like a uh -huh. deli, like like it was a spot in uh, Miami called Wolfie's. Okay, I used to go to that joint before in the morning. My dad worked. At the school, not too far from it. Uh huh. Uh, so you go there in the mornings. They always had night like a nice, good dessert. You yeah. Know what I'm saying situation. You know, as a kid, you know, you fucking with them desserts. So yeah. 
Shout out to Wolfies. I think they they came up. I think they're on South Beach now. I feel like there's a spot, Wolfies, that sold Heroes somewhere in New York. Wolfies, maybe in maybe in Austin or something. Maybe. I'm not sure. Wolfies sounds like a deli. Yeah. I feel like there used to be a Wolfies deli there, maybe in Merrick. I forget. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so, what up? Where you, where you, how you go when you go to a, to get white cuisine? White cuisine? That's like so mainstream now. Like, what is, <laughs> but what is white cuisine? That's, that's what I was going to ask you. What is a white, Chris, what's white cuisine? I mean, if I, I was thinking about it as soon as you said it. It's well, probably like more like classic, like American fare, like a burger. Classic uh, American. No, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, that's what we're getting back to the slave energy. <laughs> You no, start, I, no, I didn't mean it like, like that, but you know no, what I mean? No, like no, what I, I would call like American. Whenever, yeah, you, you know. whenever you hear classic American, it started it, start to get tricky. Again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the Happy Days era. Like, the Happy Days era is like, it's traumatic. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really want to see it. Like, them big ass 50s cars and yeah, it could be weird. blue jeans rolled up with white socks and shit, black leather jackets. That, that's when white people was having it. That was like the heyday. Right. Well, and, that's what I'm saying. That's like that, like a Johnny Rockets or exactly. something. That was a badass era. With a good, with a good, <laughs> that uh, was a, that was a terrible era to be a black. A good, like a malt shop. With exactly. like a, yeah, yeah, that type of thing. Soda pop. Soda pop and all of that. A soda floats. fountain. Floats. Yeah, floats and all of that. Apple, apple pie with a nice little scoop of uh, vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. on top. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny. I had a teacher. I forget his name. My teacher, he's a white guy. This is in high school. I was like, yo, Happy Days, they never had no black people on there. Yeah, like, that's why they called it Happy Days. <laughs> I said, oh, shit. That's was, bad racism. It, you can get away it with was, it. It was their happy days. I'm telling you, man. That, like, it wasn't nothing good. Like, if you, and not that I was even around during that time, just from the history, like your, your timeline of events. Yeah. It just seemed like it was just a lot of badass shit popping off, a lot of hanging and. Just be wild <laughs> and then go wild to the shit. Go to the sock on. hop after the hanging. <laughs> go to, go to, everybody go to the hanging and take a picture with the with the oh, strange fruit. Dang. Then go to the sock hop. I'm taking it way further back than Richie and them. Nick, I don't listen, think they was man. hanging niggas back. L- like, listen, maybe, listen. Maybe I don't listen, know, but listen. I ain't never get when that you, When you in, when you 17, when, you, yeah. in, you in history class and this all you fucking read, and then you go home and see happy days and shit, you like, man, this some bullshit. That's a damn shame. I ain't gonna lie though, that theme song. <laughs> Was kind of catchy though. Sunday, Monday, happy day. Goodbye, Hello, blue. That shit was popping. Sorry, <laughs> it's not like now I'm fucking singing an anti-Negro <laughs> spiritual the way you done spun it. This motherfucker here. Fuck it, man. Nah, Y'all fun, go look that was, up. The Fonz was cool though. The Fonz was cool as shit. Man. The Fonz killed the whole show though. Yeah. And they put the Fonz jumping over the shark. Yeah, that fucked it all the way up. Everybody <laughs> wanted to see the Fonz in those short pants. I don't even think I saw that that uh, episode for real, for real. This shit was terrible. Oh, uh, man. You know, everything got to die. No doubt. Everything got to go out, man. Um, what you want to talk? You want to, what we going to talk about? Uh, any last, last moments? Last moments. We well, we got a couple we got things. shit so to talk about. Let me ask you this. Yeah, I want to, I want to put this. like you ain't got nothing to talk about. I want to put this in the world. I want, because uh, I want to engage our people. Uh, something I feel like is not. Given the proper respect, and I'm going to give you a little bit of hyperbole, but for argument's sake, I feel like Capadonna's verse on Winter Wars might be the greatest cameo in a rap song ever. Why you say that? 
because he destroyed that shit. And I don't think I had ever really been checking for Cap before that. But after that, I thought it was going to be like, it was, it was shit, the table was set. Cavadonna had about three, three shining moments versus that he stole the show. But that Winter War shit, first of all, it felt like 150 bars. Like he stole the show. Like his his verse was way longer. I think he might have rapped till no beat was on. Like that used to be the shit. Remember? Right, he just right. rapped till the beat is gone. Right, just, right, right. Uh, 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 and you could get long dick hip hop perfection. I just had any MC to step in my direct. Like that nigga destroyed that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm putting that as candidate for the best hip hop. Cameo of all time, best feature. I want to know who your best feature is. Who you got? I, I got to go do my research now. You know what I'm saying? Because you threw it out there. I got to. I can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I ain't no off the top of the dome. Just we can you know. talk off the top of the I dome. Mean, I, I mean, but I don't, I don't have one. Sake. I don't have one that you know what I'm saying. That's that's okay. compelling enough. I could dig it. to to throw out there okay. right away. You know what I okay. mean? I know. I know the people who are gonna fuck me up on Snapchat. So, like, ah, oh, my fucking could have said this. You should have said, said that. This, you know what I'm uh, so that's that's where it's gonna get interesting. Nas yeah. on um, Nas on nothing. No, Nas on live at the barbecue. That was that was cool. That was a mean that one. I want to put that all the time. I mean, you know, this I, is I, for like, arguments. Man, like like you know, what I'm saying you can't really. I'm not the best gauge on Nas because I really didn't really get into yeah. Nas till late. You I know what I'm saying right. Nas Nas was around when you know what I'm saying it was. A ball MJG and I were on, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So it was like I'd rather listen to them. Saying. All right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That was a real polite ass. Nah, I ain't really checking for no, that. No, no, that, that no, it wasn't. Nah, it, it's true. It's it was reality. It was just the reality of where yeah. you at. It was geography. It was you know what I'm saying? One thing you realize when you when I came to New York from down south, I understood why the music was different. I understood why. Mm -hmm. Because when you live up here, you receiving music a totally different way, especially back then. You had Walkman, you know what I'm saying? You on the train with your little CD Walkman, or mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? So you got these headphones. You know, they ain't have beats back then, so, you know, it wasn't registering that boom like that. It's your little Kobe. You know what I'm saying? You got <laughs> Shout out to the cats that had to buy five or six different Kobe's. You know what I'm saying? So when you got your Kobe's on, it's like... You're not really hearing that deep 808, but you could hear them solid drums like, you know what I'm saying, the, the North was was having. I still really didn't understand. I still kind of almost might not understand the 808. I know that's that boom, boom, boom. Man, the 808 takes a song, it transforms a song into a whole other dimension. You know what I'm saying? When you get that boom, and it start wrapping around your whole body and shit, your rib cage starts shaking, and booty start moving. Yeah. This is a whole nother dimension. That's a whole that's a bass movement. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's uh, a whole like the first time you heard that deep bass like that, you know what I'm saying? Even like say when it came on Planet Rock, it was mm -hmm. a little deeper than what was what was happening. So it was like, oh shit, it was more it it, it was more magical. Is the Bridges Over got one? Is that is that 808 or that's just a... No, 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 no. Molly Maul had Molly Maul had some 808 kicks, but he used them sparingly. Yeah, New yeah. York was big on the the kick. New, like, New it York was the had, kick in the in the snare a little bit. Shit, I mean Rick Rubin really brought that 808 out. Okay, you know what I'm saying? When he put that shit, when they had that shit on, it's yours, and that shit was. Niggas was like, oh shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's when it started transforming. Then you had like Mantronics and all them cats, but then. 
Rick Rubin took it a step further on that together forever. I don't got the 808 ear like that. That shit changed the whole fucking universe when you was in Miami. Like, Mm. we came to school, like, falling out on the floor. Because that shit was that. Because that drop was so heavy. It was like, what the fuck? That shit Mm. had just transformed everything you knew about music and put it into a whole other dimension. Really? And then that's when bass, that's when you couldn't make a song in Miami without bass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't happening. And yeah. and I guess you know it just in the South in general like Atlanta you couldn't you can't make no record without that without drop. no eight oh eight you know what I'm saying till like organized came with some drums and shit but other than that it was about the eight oh eight it's still about the eight oh eight right now yeah I got it I got I need a good eight oh eight playlist if you got yeah. some good records that you can suggest where the eight oh eight is very prominent. Put me on, because again, I don't think my 808 ear is as good as it could be. Everything you hearing on the radio now, all that's what I'm saying. But I still need it to be pointed out. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't listen for the 808. I know, I think I know it when I when it's like super blatant. But I'm not 808 inclined, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Just being honest with y'all, I don't got that 808. Got ear. that the Kobe ear. I got so I don't even. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My shit ain't never always have bass. You know what I'm saying? Damn, um, that's crazy. <clears throat> What else was the uh you you had a question you wanted to talk about, but uh we might you know, I think we might have to get up out of here. I mean, since you put it like that. Right? <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying yeah, I was yeah, looking yeah. like the people, you know, the folks is coming in here. You know. What you what you want? I mean man, you got listen, part, thought, we gotta talk to the people real quick. Say listen, what you need man, to say. You know, I don't like to leave the people on no just, you know, whatever, whatever, goodbyes, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Just, so you know, you... it's whatever we just out, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't that abrupt. I felt like it was going to be a little smoothie smooth. <laughs> I think at this point they kind uh, of, they, they understand that we half half them already Yeah, they're like, well, shit, they <laughs> running long. Some people requested a longer yeah, show. I get but, that. you know what I'm saying, you know. It is what it is, but you know, I'm glad to have been here with you, man. Oh, uh, well, likewise, man. It's always a good time, man. It's always a good time. Appreciate everybody who rode with us to this, you know what I'm saying, 59 minute mark. You know? You know what I'm saying? Like always, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend. And your enemies, too. You know what I'm saying? To get in the conversation. We out! The main thing of it all is. To be in the conversation, conversation.